G'day and welcome to the Sport Report's full-time whistle where we call time on the day and give you a wrap-up on what's happened in the world of sport. I'm Michael Caruana. It's Wednesday, the 19th of... I was about to say January. Gosh, that would have been a big mistake. Of July, happy hump day. Let's rip in. As mentioned yesterday, Brody Grundy and his love affair with the Melbourne Demons could be over after just one season. But where could he go to? Australia has also revealed their Ashes lineup with one big omission. Plus, Ange's first game as Tottenham manager did not go to plan. That is all on the way on today's edition of the Full Time Whistle. Sets it up. One mark. Hasn't happened. Still a chance. Is it a goal? It is. The Pies are in front. Is it Grundy? It's Grundy. Yes, Bruce, it's Grundy. The six foot eight Ruckman is the talk of the AFL media at the moment, and it's not because he scored another match winning goal. Grundy was traded to Melbourne from Collingwood at the end of last season due to salary cap relief for the Pies. The 29 year old was devastated to be leaving the club he had called home for nine years, but he picked himself up, dusted himself off, and moved to the Demons. But now, it's looking like Grundy could be off to another club after he was left out of Melbourne's last gasp win over Brisbane. Brisbane last week. So, what should the two-time All-Australian Ruckman do? He shouldn't stay at the D's, let's be real. He's being overshadowed by Max Gorn there and hasn't been able to ply his trade in any other position. He's better off going to another club where he can thrive as a solo Ruck. Fox Footy looked at the possible sides that Grundy could sign with and narrowed the list down to six. Carlton are an option because they could lose Tom DeConing at season's end with the young gun off contract and more likely to sign with a rival club than re-sign with the Blues. Reigning premiers Geelong are also in the market for an upgrade in their ruck position as are GWS. The Swans are also being touted as a possible destination but are focused on other signings like Tom DeConing and the Giants' very own Harry Himmelberg. Plus, West Coast Eagles' name has has also been mentioned, but it's highly unlikely that Grundy will want to move one across country and two to the worst team. The final side that is suggested by Fox Footy, and in my eyes, the most likely and suitable destination is Port Adelaide. The Power were one of the teams who were among the suitors for the Ruckman, and Grundy is from South Australia, so it works out well. The 2023 Premiership hopefuls also only have one established Ruckman, too, so even if they can't go the full distance this year, bringing a player like Grundy will further cement themselves as a force to be reckoned with. So don't be shocked if you see big bad Brody Grundy go from one set of prison bars in Collingwood to another set in Port. Australia will look to seal the ashes with the fourth test beginning tonight at Old Trafford in Manchester. And Australia's team has been revealed to mixed reviews. David Warner has kept his spot at the top of the order despite being out of form and being tormented by paceman Stuart Broad. Mitch Marsh also keeps his place after his third test century heroics, but he's not the only all-rounder in the side, with youngster Cam Green also being recalled. Scott Boland is replaced by Josh Hazelwood and spinner Todd Murphy has been left out all together, leaving the side with no recognised spinner. The last time Australia didn't select a strike spinner for a test match was back in January of 2012. Australia beat India by an innings and 37 runs, so it's a good omen to have. And while many pundits and players are worried Australia has made a mistake, Captain Pat Cummins is not worried in the slightest. Quote, we played a test in Hobart last year in the Ashes where Nathan Lyon didn't bowl an over. It's all conditions based. We are really excited by Todd. He's got a big future. It was more conditions as opposed to how he bowled. The first ball is set to be bowled tonight at 8pm with the Aussies leading the series 2-1. 
And Postacoglu has had his dream start at Tottenham soured overnight, with his Spurs going down to fellow Premier League side West Ham 3-2 in a friendly in Perth. West Ham started strong and went into half-time 2-0 up. But a flurry of goals from Tottenham, all thanks to Ange's high-octane playing style, saw them get the score back to two apiece. Perisic in, good header, good goal! And look who it is, Destiny Adogi! In his first run out in a Spurs shirt, he's levelled the game at 2-2. The Hammers' Gianluca Scamacca ruined the fairy tale start, though, for Ange, putting his side ahead of Tottenham in the 78th minute with the eventual winner. Scamacca onside, flag stays down here for the Italian international, who scores. West Ham lead again. Having barely had a chance in the second half, when presented with one, they take it. Postacoglu, however, was full of praise for his side. That dominated the stats, might I say, finishing with 72% of the possession and firing 30 shots on goal to West Ham's four. Ange said, quote, There was a real willingness to put in place things we were working on. We are still in the infancy of establishing our structures. There will be mishaps along the way. I watched this game and Tottenham were fantastic in attack. In the space of a month, Ange has transformed this team already. Yes, the defence was not fantastic, but they're playing attacking sort of wingbacks in a very defensive position. It's going to take time for these players to change their habits. I hate to say it, but Spurs are looking good. Tottenham will now head to Thailand to face former Premier League team Leicester City on July 23rd. And lastly, the South Sydney Rabbitohs. With seven rounds left in the regular NRL season, the Rabbitohs find themselves in eighth spot. And their next five games are all away from their home ground, albeit against some opponents that are on the slightly easier side. But their recent form would suggest otherwise, winning only two of their last seven. So they need some inspiration. They need to be pumped up. They need some motivation. So why not introduce commemorative t-shirts. Yep, the club has given players black t-shirts emblazoned with SSFC, that's South Sydney Football Club, on the front in the style of the ACDC logo. On the back of the shirt are the club's fixtures listed like they were tour dates, starting with this Friday's trip to the Sunshine Coast where they will face the Broncos. They then head to Tamworth to take on the Tigers, fly over to Perth to verse the Sharks, the Dragons in Cairns, and then a trip to Newcastle to finish the tour off. It will be a long month for the Bunnies boys, but having roadie shirts like this will undoubtedly make it better. And I'm not a Souths fan, but I would love to get my hands on one of these. This is fantastic. I understand just keeping it for the players and not putting up, but they would also make a mozza if they sold it to the fans. Anyway, that's it. Your day of sport wrapped right here on the Sport Report's full-time whistle. I'm Michael Caruana. Thank you for listening, and I'll chat to you tomorrow.